It's good to see you again. Pull up a chair by the hearth. Hey guys, it's back for another flashcast. This is Kanta. And that's Arya's cue to say something. <laughs> I just like, I'm sorry. I like doing that. You I love can't. doing that. You love, sorry. you love creating dead air. Yes, I do. I love to kind of for make you, for just for a moment, make you think, oh God, is she there? And now that I mentioned dead air, I can't really edit that out of the podcast, so you just completely made a paradox and ruined everything. A paradox? Yes. How, do you, how did I make a Don't paradox? Don't question it. Okay, I okay. made a new timeline. Yes. This is the darkest timeline. Because if I go back and edit it, that means that there's no dead space and I'm contradicting myself, so I can't go back and edit it. Wait, what? Yes. Okay, I'll just roll with it. Yeah. Let's roll with it. Anyways, this is Flashcast number... Six. Six. Excellent. That's why you're here. Yes, um, uh, apparently, to help you count with numbers. I, I'm bad at numbers, what can I say? That's why you're a hunter. Hey! <laughs> I play... Listen, listen. Actually, as of right now... Hunter. Not all hunters are hunters. As of right now, I have 8 out of 11 classes at 100. Why do we still consider you a hunter? It must be that main of yours. It is. That's my main character. It's like how everyone considers you a dumb rat paladin. Even though you don't play rat, you're just... I've that. not played rat since pre Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I am a holy paladin. Anyways, so... 30 seconds in and we're already off topic. We're so I, great. I mean, that's how podcasts go, typically. It's so true. Yeah. So, the Legion are upon us, amongst us. Among us? One of the two. One of the the Legion has drawn near. I mean, yes. it's, it's here. It's not even drawn. It's not even near. It's like adjacent. It's on top. It's a skew. Yes. Yes. Askew. Let's go with that. Anyways. The Legion is a skew. Yes. So the Legion are here, and that means for those that pre-ordered, we have Demon Hunters available to us now. And, and they are super fun. They are. They are actually pretty fun. I am pretty upset because I messed up on my first Demon Hunter. Went to go delete it. Couldn't because apparently I have mail in my inventory. So I have to play through till 100 and then delete it and remake it. The Postmaster. I swear that guy is the actual ultimate endgame boss of World Yo, of Warcraft. That guy is a jerk. He always knows where you are. Yeah. Omniscient. Also with, uh, with the Legion upon us as far as the pre-patch goes... We have Legion invasions going on all across of Azeroth right now. Calling all heroes, bring out your dead. We got yeah, Legion really. butt kick. To arms. Everybody needs to go out and fight. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely need to uh, kick some butt, take out some demons, and uh, ally ourselves with our new Illidari brethren. Exactly. We also have the Broken Shore. Major spoilers there. We will talk about that later and live play it in the podcast. Maybe. 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 It could be fun. It could you know, be funny fun. story about my Demon Hunter. I logged in today as soon as the servers got up, and I tried to roll my Demon Hunter, and I couldn't. We should and do... I, was, I was stunned. I couldn't figure it out. And then I realized I had not pre-purchased Legion. Yeah, dunce. I know. I have pre-purchased every single expansion of this game since the beginning. And because I got into Legion beta, maybe I just assumed that I did. Probably. Yeah, so totally pre-purchased it today, like a derp. Rolled a Demon Hunter. Had a great time. Yeah. Um, we should actually do the live play as like a separate episode. I, I'm totally for it, because I have a feeling it's going to take longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. So we could definitely do that as a side episode for those who want to hear our reactions to all that. 
Yeah, previously we did a, uh, a selfie episode where we played with the selfie cameras for the first time. I will link that in the episode today so you can kind of see all the shenanigans that went on there. So we'll live play Broken Shore and have some fun. Yeah, that'll be an interesting episode. That'll be a lot of fun. Exactly. But in this, this episode, it's really a lore discussion in the roleplay ramifications. Yeah, uh, so we have a few actually different lore things on the subject today. And I think the first one good to jump into is Gul'dan. How about that? Oh, I agree. Uh, Gul'dan. So, World of Warcraft came out with this Harbinger's YouTube video series. And before we even get into the actual plot, I really liked this series. And what really made me like it was just the art style and the way they animated it. It was a lot more like a motion book. A comic book with slight animation to it. But because it wasn't fully animated, they were able to add a lot of detail to the art. It's a very kinetic, airbrushed, painted style. Mm. And I liked it. I really did. I believe it's the same artwork style we saw in uh, the Warlords scenario uh, that was narrated by, by Murad for Warlords of Draenor. I think, I think it was. And I really, I am a big art buff. I love great animation. So Absolutely. Just, just looking at it, it was pretty. Yeah. It was just pretty. It was very well done. And we actually, uh, funny enough, and actually oddly enough, the lore didn't match to our Gul'dan at all. This oh, was, no, not at all. This was alternate Gul'dan, because the lore that we know about Gul'dan, the Gul'dan of our main universe, is he's a Storm Reaver. He was chieftain of the Storm uh, Reaver clan, actually. And he was formerly a shaman. He was a shaman. He did not not make it to a shaman. He just, he abandoned it. Yeah, uh, exactly. This alternate version of Gul'dan, which is what the Harbinger's Tale talks about, he was... Kind of the exact opposite of all those things you just said. Mm-hmm. He was not chieftain. He was not a shaman. He was certainly not at the top of his clan. He was the literal bottom yeah. and cast out as a weakling. This Gul'dan, and we, we actually posted summaries on, um, on lorecast.org, so we'll link those in the episode too. That way we don't have to kind of tell you everything that happened. You could either watch the videos, and they're about four to six minutes, or read the summaries. And that gives us a chance to kind of talk a little more about what happened. So, yeah, as we just said, this is a different Gul'dan. And for a second, you feel for the guy. Mm-hmm. Just just for a second. I'm not kidding. For, for this, this one was my favorite video of all the Harbinger videos. Yeah. Because it unexpectedly made you sympathetic to probably the worst guy in the Warcraft universe. Yeah, because going back to the whole main universe Gul'dan, I mean, the person who trained Gul'dan to be a shaman was actually Ner'zhul. Not exactly a nice guy either. No, not exactly a nice guy, but, I mean, we know Ner'zhul makes an appearance in alternate universe Draenor because he's one of the main first guys we see because he's the chieftain of the Shadowmoon clan where the alliance takes place initially. So it's kind of we thought he was going to be the, you know, mentor of Gul'dan and that as well, but it turns out, Nerzhul really didn't have much of anything to do with the alternate universe Gul'dan. No, he didn't even make an appearance. This this Gul'dan is part of some clan that we're not quite sure of, um, and he's actually literally crippled. His legs are nearly useless. Yep. And in orc society, you can imagine that really doesn't go so well. Yeah. I mean, with, with the alternate universe Gul'dan, I mean, he says no one knows of his clan or where he came from. And he kind of kept it that way. Mm-hmm. He murders everyone. And so you feel sorry for him because, you know, he's actually crippled. And he's cast out on his own. He starves for months and months. Goes to the throne of the elements and basically begs for the elements to do something about his suffering. 
And they take one look at him and they go, uh-uh, and they just they, leave. They look away and that's when Sargeras kind of works his magic and worms his way in. The Legion is always recruiting. Mm-hmm. Guys, if your character's at its lowest, and this is a little fun thought for roleplay, again and again this new content keeps sh- like giving us moments where the Legion is just like, hey, you'd be great to join us. Hey, would you like infinite power? They are out there recruiting actively right now. Yeah, I mean, we kind of saw that when uh, moving on to the next Harbinger episode. We kind of saw that with Cadgar. Oh, yes. Oh, Cadgar. This is... That one was fun. Yes. It was fun. He is the Gandalf of the Azeroth world. He's Because he's always kind of getting those bad omens and delving into places to research and find out what's coming next and what he can do best. And he's always, like, pulling the right players into the right places. Just like Gandalf? Mm-hmm. He is on top of things right now. I mean, and it's interesting to see how much the... not I wouldn't say character of Cadgar has changed, but kind of like the portrayal of Cadgar has changed. Because I'm thinking back all the way to the Warcraft 2 cinematics when he was closing the uh, the, por- the dark portal with Goldan's skull. Or not Goldan's skull. It was... Uh... Shoot, what skull was it? Was it Goldan's skull? I, you know, now I'm scratching my brain. Oh man, that's probably something I'm going to look into after this episode. But good memory on you. Yeah, well. But I'm... you're right. Cadgar's been getting a lot more detail and depth. His character is is expanding, and this is so funny. This is a character that's been around since, as you said, Warcraft two. It's been around. He's been around for a long time. Oh yeah. But we're spending a lot of time with this guy. He he has been around for a long time. He's one of the characters that has fortunately been alive since the first war. So. It's nice to have characters like that stick around because, again, no outright spoilers, but maybe related to Broken Shore stuff, y- you lose characters. So, as far as Cadgar goes, he's been around for a while, and in his Harbinger tale, he is approached, he goes to Karazhan, is approached by what appears to be the spirit of his teacher. But boy, let me tell you, watching this thing for the first time, at first I was like, oh look, the spirit of Medivh. Yeah, that's plausible. Karazhan's pretty haunted, Medivh's pretty powerful. But when Medivh, maybe it's because I've been watching all the extended versions of Lord of the Rings lately, but when Medivh went full on, like, here's this unlimited power, I've always waited for this moment, it's your destiny, you know, kind of creepy, tempt- tempting kind of thing, I was like, say no, Khadgar, shit's wrong, yeah. get away. Yeah. By the way, it was the Skull of Gul'dan that he did use. Nice. Yes. Because I'm amazing and I remember that stuff. School of main universe Gul'dan. Yes, yes, main universe Gul'dan. The alternate universe Gul'dan still has a skull. Maybe we can use it later. Yeah, that is actually a thing that, who knows, maybe that'll actually come up in a, a loot table once again. Exactly, yeah. For the second time, one of the bad guys from a previous expansion kind of kicks off the next expansion. Garrosh did that with um, Missa Pandaria through Warlords, and Gul'dan totally did that with uh, Warlords and Legion. I don't know how long Gul'dan's going to live. Yeah, we also had... Uh... Archimond, who came back from his escapades from Warcraft 3. This is true. So, this is very true. But the demon, I mean, they, it's in all realities. So so going back to Cadgar, though, because this is kind of fun, just, just some fun food for thought. Again, the Legion is out there recruiting. Just As we're all making demon hunters, and as you do the demon hunter um, leveling quest in the game, you're even given a chance to actually temporarily work for the Legion and kind of screw things in Stormwind. Mm-hmm. Cadgar, could you imagine if he actually did take the ruse from this fake Medivh and become the so-called next guardian of Tiraspol and 
basically repeated the same history with Nadif, become the Legion's puppet. Yeah. Just, yeah. wow. That would we, have been an uh, interesting scenario to get into. Could we have survived? No, I'm serious. If Khadgar had gone to I, the Legion... I think we could. It would have been hard. But it would have been difficult because not only is he the... I say the strongest mage because it's obvious by now he is. Yeah. Just from his talent and his heroics and everything like that, he is one of the strongest mages, if not the strongest mage. Hell, I mean, there is no last guardian of of anything anymore. There's no... Madan isn't canon anymore. That's oh, thank mind. goodness. I'm so happy he's not canon. Wait, who? What? M- what are we talking about? No? Who? You're funny. No, I was... Okay, as far as role-playing goes, Madan is the exact perfect example of what not to do. He's the perfect Mary Sue. Oh my gosh, he is the perfect Mary Sue. Like, if there was a dictionary for role-play, he would be in it under Mary Sue. Half-human, quarter-dranai, quarter-orc. And can wield any kind of magic. Light, arcane. And be super good at it. Um, shaman. Love child. Love yep. child of two major lore characters. Yeah, well, I mean, there's going off a lot with the whole Medivh Corona connection because in the oh movies, it's said that he's uh, Corona's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Well, the Warcraft movie is kind of in its own separate universe, at the least. So oh, yeah. that doesn't... It, well, it, it literally is in its own universe because it's confirmed an alternate universe as well. Yep, multiverse. Yep. It is officially, Warcraft is officially multiverse. And yeah. I'm actually okay with this. It makes it confusing but interesting at the same time. It does, because then we have fun conversations about alternate universe Gul'dan and main universe Gul'dan. And again, straight up, I kind of actually like alternate universe Gul'dan more. Because it just, apparently this guy was going to be evil no matter what. You know, he was a cripple. I thought maybe when he was granted power by the Legion, he would be like, you know, maybe he'd spare the life of the one orc that was nice to him. No, he murdered him. Yeah. Um, Just don't, don't be friends with Gul'dan ever. He's not friendly. Not the friend type. Another key characteristic about Gul'dan, just to go back to him as briefly as well, is I think the spikes that come out of Gul'dan's back, they're actually part of them for alternate universe Gul'dan, but as far as main universe, they were just sticks on his back. They weren't, like, part of him. These you, are part of him. Oh, the alternate? Oh, man, I'm going to go take a look at that. So the alternate universe Gul'dan has yep. physical spikes. Yep. Sweet. I'm yeah. gonna go check and that out. And one of the skulls that's mounted on his uh, on his back spike, I believe, is his former chieftain. Here's a fun question: Has alternate universe Gul'dan already outlived his main universe cult- con- counterpart? Like, is he a little bit older? Has he lived a little bit longer? No, I think he's younger. That's true. Yeah, it's 30 years before. Okay, never mind. I yeah. just got like a little excited. There. He's a little bit younger because. Um, main universe Gul'dan, I think, made it to at least the first war, maybe until the very, until the little bit before the end of the second. Technically, by his timeline, this is still prior to the first war. That makes sense. So he is a little bit younger. We'll see how much longer he lives. Maybe uh-huh. this one will actually end up dying before the other one did. Hey, who knows? In terms of actual chronological age. Yeah. So, so well, I guess, I guess back to Khadgar, um, he very nearly got tempted by the One Ring. I mean, the the tomb, the, one the, the ring, tome. Really. Of... You went there. You <laughs> really it felt so there. Lord of the Rings ish. It really was like that, that Gladriel moment of this is what I could be with all this power kind of thing. Yeah. But he he does turn it down, and his um his 
mentor, his, the supposed spirit of Medivh that's inside Karazhan in this story, is revealed to be a dreadlord. And dreadlords are, are so fun. They, they really are. As far as demons go, they're supposedly the smartest, the most cunning, the most manipulative. Yeah. They are the ones that will take any form necessary to put the pawns in place yeah. for the leech's ends. It's cool. It makes them pretty fun. It does make it a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah, I mean, they, they tend to be my favorite demons because it's like, oh, they were Dreadlord this whole time kind of thing. Just, uh, they, it can't be overused. Another thing that M.U. Gul'dan didn't, or did that before alternate universe Gul'dan is the formation of Death Knights, the original Death Knights of that. So, But that's a whole different conversation piece right there. I could go into that all day. Oh boy, yeah, Here, here's a question for that. So that alternate universe Azeroth, so many things about that place are different. But that also means they don't have—they never saw the original Death Knights. Uh huh. Which may be for the best, honestly. Uh, you know what? That Azeroth might end up being like the Emerald Dream version of Azeroth. You know, just like this perfect, untouched, not recently invaded world. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's worse because maybe those invasions are actually what kind of kept people united. You know, what if, without outside conflicts, Azeroth just destroys itself? There's some philosophical fun for you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on, and I mean without the whole demon invasion into Azeroth, without the orcs and everything else that came from Draenor, who's to say the occupants of Azeroth would be able to defend themselves from a legion invasion itself? Exactly. I mean, technically they would still have Lordaeron and so many other kingdoms, human kingdoms, still around. Um, the Night Elves, though, would definitely still be isolated. Mm -hmm. Just a bunch of things would still, you know, the, the Horde wouldn't really exist. Um, I mean, you'd have the trolls and the Tauren just kind of chillaxing, but they wouldn't be allies. They, they would not naturally be allies, yeah. I don't think. Depending on how things went, the so the Lich King would have never been created, which means, I, it, depending on the Legion's interaction with Azeroth, the plague could have never been started, which leads to never being, the Forsaken never being created. Could uh, Arthas and Jaina be currently married and having babies right it, now? If alive. If, if, if alive. Azeroth lives, lasted that long, yes. But, um, Without the Alliance and the Horde being as unified as they were at one point, who used to say that the Archimon couldn't just roll in and just take over Hyjal and just ruin the world? It's just a great example of the very crucible that you survive is the one that makes you strong enough to face the future. Absolutely. You have to go through the suffering. But yeah, on that subject though, if you know the Legion never went back to Azeroth after you know 10,000 years of Illidan's imprisonment, how would he get back into the Dark Portal to begin with? See, this, this is why multiverse so, theory gets so fun. This is, this is why I get a headache from multiverse stuff, but regardless, to segue into the conversation of Illidan, we have the Harbingers piece, the final Harbingers video. This is where, I have to say, the Gul'dan Harbingers video was my favorite. I just, I liked the new twist on alternate universe Gul'dan. It's a toss-up between Cadgar and Illidan for me, and you know what kind of throws Illidan into a potential third place. Yeah. He says, you are not prepared twice, and... He says, you were prepared. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's a slight... Yeah, it's a slight... The first time he said it, I was okay with it, because I thought, alright, you know, that was going to be hanging over our heads the whole time. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so um, they, they did it. It was the first thing he said. If he it didn't out say it, I would have been disappointed. Yes, so it needed to be done, it, and, and they did it. First line, he said, um, you know, you were not prepared. Okay, good. But it's also the last line, and my thought was, oh. I'm still okay with it. 
<laughs> it makes sense okay, in the context then. of the story, but it's been a meme for almost. I've years. been a fan of Illidan for how long have I been playing Warcraft now? Uh, Do I have more, to say it? More than eleven years because uh, I've been playing no. Warcraft longer than eleven years. You have to understand that whole eleven years joke is, is a meme with the people that we raid with. I've been playing World of Warcraft for eleven years, going on twelve. Going on twelve. Kanta spoke exactly like that in that voice in a raid all night. All night. Just just, just I made just so many people pissed off. Yes, you did. And you became a, a dead horse beating a dead horse meme the day it was created. I don't care. I'm still using it because you know what? There's so many other inside jokes amongst our guild That's that so, so many people use that are literally beating a dead horse with another dead horse. So speaking of dead horses and being not prepared. Because yes. that, let's face it, that's a dead horse too, but it, it's it's like, it's affectionately looked back upon, and but it's also an eye roller. Um, Illidan. What what did you think of Illidan? Because I already kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm Illidan's portrayal in Harbingers? Yeah. Or just gen- in general so far for Legion? In, in the frame of Harbingers, because we kind of, we see him as a leader. I mean, I really don't think Illidan was the key figure in Harbingers. Yeah, he was the narrator. Yeah, he was, you know, he's seen as the leader. But I feel like the whole portrayal of Harbingers is more so the Illidari and the nameless uh, Illidari woman we have as the key figure as well. Yeah, she seems to be a new recruit. I mean, she looks smaller. She has, you know, smaller horns compared to her brethren. We We're the... We see her story the most. Like, yeah. we see what happened to her in the War of the Ancients, and it's awful. She lost everything. She looks like a little girl in a destroyed city, just grieving over the bodies of what we presume to be her parents. Her loved ones, her parents, her, you know, regardless. I mean, this the, this is what has become of all these other night elves and blood elves that have eventually led them to take this pack. Yes, the War of the Ancients... If your character was, this was 10,000 years ago, 10, was around. Years. Yeah, was your, if your character was around, and it's conceivable that they could be. Even, this even, even not even going back that far, as if you're playing a night elf, you, your character could have just been born and raised at any time between that time, have seen the demon hunters, or the legion for that matter of fact, and been affected by them. Yes, this, is, this, this war affected everything. It, it is part of every night elf in some way or form, only if only because it affected the culture that they grew up in. Oh, yeah, It is absolutely. the reason why magic is just so forbidden. Why Arcane and Fell are just, no, thank you. Exactly. The Highborn are kind of welcomed back right now, but they're still regarded with a lot of suspicion. Demon Hunters are just in a completely different category. If you roll a Demon Hunter and you want to roleplay them, watch Harbinger's Illidan. Yes. Apparently, World of Warcraft recommends this too because they actually inserted this video in the demon hunter leveling quest which is great honestly i thought it was i was like really oh yeah. neat but um yeah i mean I, I i thought the harbingers was a great series i wish it was kind of a bit longer i wish there was another episode to it honestly maybe more um was it wait are we missing an episode I'm missing an episode for Harbingers? Yeah. Wasn't there... No, I'm thinking of comics. Yeah. Yeah. There were only three. There were four comics. That's what I was thinking of. Exactly. Yeah, well, actually, um, we'll be doing the comics probably later. Yes. There has been so much new lore. It's fantastic. I need I've to actually been so happy. those comics, too. Yeah, so I did the Harbingers. Kanta will be doing the comics. And then I think we're both going to go over the audio drama together. Yeah. I think, I think we should actually... do that in an episode. That might be better to talk about it. 
Yeah, because there's just so much. They're about 25 minutes each. I'm yeah. actually going to start working on those because these these Harbinger videos, four to six minutes, really quick. Yeah. Those audio dramas, there's so much going on in there, yes. and it's good. Please. Yes. The narrator yeah, did a fantastic a job. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like we are... I, I, it's hard to kind of describe. World of Warcraft is not perfect in its story, and nor is it perfect in its gameplay, but I, I just got to give it to them. They are pulling out all the stops. I don't. Their lore team is working full-time on this stuff. Mm-hmm. You just gotta love it. Yeah, the, the Harbingers video, definitely watch it if you are making a demon hunter. It is just great fodder to really think about your demon hunter's mindset. They will do anything to save Azeroth, and they do not care what other people think of them. Yeah, they they give their lives to make sure that others live, and they don't give a damn about their, their reputation. Exactly. Illidan is more than happy to take on this role, and it's kind of neat to see him at that point, you know? It is. It's very cool. I'm very I wonder... excited. Oh, go ahead. I'm just very excited for Legion in general. Yeah, same here. I think it really helped making us excited for Legion. Let's face it, Warlords of Draenor had a couple, how you say, moments where a you couple? fell off a cliff. A couple? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. whole expansion is a hiccup. It, it was, yeah. It was, that, it was like the burp expansion. Um, they literally really... took every little piece of character development, aside from Gul'dan... And swept it underneath the rug. Yeah, and they and they did admit to it. They did to you know to their credit. But oh man, wow! All that it started off so great. Yeah, all that character development for I mean, Cadgar and Gul'dan, absolutely. You know, they came out of it. Cordana, Felstone came out of it, and we have two good villains and a good hero out of it. But as far as the character development that went for, Marad is dead, so that's all said and done with. Urel kind of started off okay, but then that was like, well, but, oh, that's what happened. Oh, but okay. Blizzard has said, you know the Draenor characters aren't making an influence on Azeroth. Yeah, it sounds similar to how Tyrion Forgering was a major character in Wrath, but then it kind of just fell off the face of the earth following after that. You know, it just... And they just straight up said it's because his story was done. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does make an appearance back in uh, Legion, but that, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's one thing we won't talk about yet. Maybe later. Man, though, the tone of, the of our voices rallied. is totally giving it away. He is one of the heroes rallied forth to defeat the Legion. Yes, yes, he is a hero. He is a hero. He is a true hero. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. Just just like a few others. Oh, okay, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh, man. Stuff, though. Really, seriously, enjoy yes. it. And good good on Blizzard. I mean, I, I'm okay with this. You know, one thing, when they threw in the Harbingers video for the demon hunting le- hunter leveling, I straight up thought to myself, wow, I would not actually mind if this was the art style that they used for in-game cinematics. This might be wholly my, my idea, my opinion. Likely is. But the in-game cinematics with the slightly altered models have always been slightly distracting to me. Only because I sit there like, oh, man. My model can't do that. Why can't my model do that? And you right. just kind of sit there and you got you kind of the uncanny valley. You kind of end up falling in the middle of it because you're like, "Oh, that model's doing something different than the models I stare at every day." Kind of moment. <laughs> it, it it's totally silly. It really is. It, for a second, it breaks that immersion because I just spend the entire time paying attention to the modeling. Yeah. Um, but these things, they just feel more immersive. They're they're more moody. You know, they really they create. This, this real environment, this real feeling, and maybe it's just because it's just beautiful paintings. I don't know. They did a really good job on it. They did. 
they did. I'm I'm a big art buff. I I spend all my time looking at you know Miyazaki films and stuff like that. So, good job. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it in regards to the Harbinger stuff. That is, yeah, definitely watch them. They're quick. They're fun. And they'll leave you wanting more. They probably will. Who knows what Blizzard's going to do next if these things go over well, and they seem to be so far. I mean, look at the YouTube comment sections. They're not like they're not like the World of Warcraft general discussion forums. Yeah. Um. So Ari. Yes. What do we got for lore this week? Oh, Our lore yes. question. So every single episode, we have a lore challenge, and if you win it, um, you will either be a future. Um, cameo guest here on the show, or you'll win a prize. We're actually going to offer that too, a little battle.net shop prize of your choice in case you don't really want to be on the show. We understand like, not everybody wants to because uh, it's a little scary. Um, but anyways, the question. You have to answer in the comment section okay, I'm of ready. the actual... You're not answering it. Why no, we, not? You, the, you do this to me this every, every week. Yes, but you're not allowed to answer it. You're Why? Not, okay, Kanta was the one that actually came up with it. That's a lie. What? What? <laughs> he's being okay. Sorry, alrighty. He's being a butt. He, no. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Answer it in the comment section of the actual podcast page. Are you ready? Whoever yeah. answers it first, because it is a first come first serve, answers it correctly first. What demon hunter NPC currently in the game, other than Illidan, dates as far back as Warcraft Three? I know this. I guess you do, because you gave up with it. All right. What Demon Hunter NPC currently in the game, other than Illidan, dates as far back as Warcraft 3? So good luck. Thank Best you. Best of luck to you. Not you. Kenta gets no luck. <sighs> we will do a special episode when we live play Broken Shore. That's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah, so far I've only finished my Demon Hunter. Got to start on everything else. I think we're done. I think we're done. All right. Yeah. Well, then, uh, should we close with wise words, or...? No. No? When, no, when no do we wise... have wise words? That's true. Okay, let's close with other words. Uh, have fun with Legion. It's not Legion. I guess it's, like, pre-Legion. It's, listen, we have, Somewhat like... Legion, faux we Legion. only have three weeks till Legion, now. That's true. That is true. And it's honestly, nice content. there's more stuff every week up until this point now. So enjoy the lead up to Legion. Yes. That. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. Enjoy the lead up to Legion. Those are our non-wise words to give. Yes. Non-wise. Unwise? Um, one of Unwise. the two. One of the two. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening, as always. We, we love doing this, and we love playing this game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've been playing this game for 11 no. years now. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, though... I, too, have been playing this game for, and I'm not going to say it. You've been playing for, like, 10 years. No, I played in 2005. Yeah. It's 11 years, man. Yeah. It's 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. See you guys next time. And as always, I'm Kanta. This is Ari. Yeah. And this is Lorecast. See you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>